We can agree to disagree. Or we can agree to agree. Yeah, but we're not. Hello, guys and dolls. Hey, guys and people. <laughs> this is Timby. And Wit. This is Disagreeably Yours. Welcome back. Episode 20. Pre-break shit. Pre-break shit. <laughs> this will be our last episode for the holidays. You know, we would like to enjoy our times, too. It's true. And some of us have to go out of state. Not One me. Of, I have to go out of state. <laughs> <laughs> Safe travels. Thank you. This will be the first time I'm driving to North Carolina since my wedding. I pledged I wouldn't Good. return to that state oh. for a whole fucking year, and I meant it, and you I did, did it. it. No hashtag goals. Can't wait to be, get down there, see my in-laws, have some good Biscuitville. What? Biscuitville. It's really Biscuitville. good. Biscuitville? Is that a place? It is, is a, a place. Oh. <laughs> it's, I'm, no, no, sorry. It is a uh, breakfast fast food chain. Okay. I'm not going to a, ville, a place called Biscuitville. I'm going to a restaurant called Biscuitville. In my mind, I was thinking that is a North Carolina dish. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's a. It's like a. I can't compare it to anything up here. They're only open from like 4 a.m. to 2 a.m. No, I'm sorry. They only open from 4 a.m. to 2 p.m. And they serve nothing but breakfast food. But it's like fast food. I don't know why more things aren't like that. I've I enjoyed breakfast, either. but not super early. If I can eat breakfast around like 11, 12, <laughs> sometimes yeah, where I just fair. am not hungry yet, or I'm hungry, but not enough to really eat full breakfast. I think that can make good money up here too. But I guess that's what your Bob Evans, all that stuff is for. It's a little more McDonald's-y or Chick-fil-A than Bob Evans. Well, one of those things is better than the other. So if it's like McDonald's, It's a little bit more Chick-fil-A it. than Bob okay. Evans. Thank you. attitude check what's up what's new i am proud of the present and scared for the future i barely want to ask why that is so um i'm proud of the present because i read what i'm proud of the present oh (laughs) i don't even want to know what you thought i said i thought you said i'm proud of the president oh no nay nay (laughs) i flipped this whole table I made the mistake of saying I was going to stand for him once. And I'm still getting hate mail. Um, so, no. Um, Exennials, which I guess are people that are age 31 to 41 now. Your birthday would have been um, 1987. Oh, you would have been born between 1977 and 1987. You're like the early portion of what, are, what millennials are. Oh, so they've given like a subcategory? Yeah. Or we've identified it ourselves because we don't want to be associated with that trash. Um, researchers say this is one of the best generations because because of their contributions to family and society. They still possess the old school work hard, survive independently attitude of Gen X while starting this tech savvy sophistication of millennials. So we have. I like it a lot. It goes on to say we have an appreciation of good music because hip hop pretty much started and took off during our generation. Um, We have an appreciation because we know how to use technology, but we also play it outside. We do. And just how we kind of bridge that gap of baby boomers and shitty millennials. I love that. I feel like every friend group has once or twice or thrice has said, we don't want to be associated with all this millennial Correct. shit. Because I'm like, I'm not this shitty. I know how to work hard. I like, like I know how to interact with people appropriately, respect adults. Right. And it's annoying because I feel like some people just are like, shut up. Millennial, you're a millennial. Just take it. And it's like, no, but there is such a difference between the It's only a five-year difference, but it's a big fucking difference. It is. The people who are younger than us, but still millennials, Sometimes I look at them like an older generation, like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> so I like that, and I'll take it. Just like self-partnered. Do I need it? No. Do I like it? Yes. 
I think we need this more than self-partnered because it actually distinguishes us from the all of the fuckery of millennials. But okay. Um, and while I swore that we were going to discontinue our transgender saga, <laughs> I just... <clears throat> It is relevant. It's here. It's and it's fine. Queer. And I, I don't and like to speak on it because okay it's it. not me, and my opinions really don't matter. But here you go. Um, Which is an important thing to say. We know that our thoughts and opinions it is not don't our lives. matter. <laughs> We're just sharing them and hoping to inform and start a conversation, perhaps. And that you still listen. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Why wouldn't you? It's kind of great. So. I watched the commercial and I sent it to you. It's called Thinks. And it was a commercial about male menstruation. Or sorry, transgender males having menstruating. Menstruating. Sorry, not administrating. Menstruating. And um, I don't know. It was a bit kind of too intense. Not because of the content. Just like they, this guy woke up in a. Not pool, but like a little drop of droplets of blood on his mattress, and this other guy was walking around the um, locker room with a tampon hanging out of his like underwear, like briefs, and uh, the son coming home and being like, "Hey, Dad, I got my period today," and the dad being like, "Oh, you know, it happens to all of us," and then uh, I think it concluded with a guy and a girl having about to start fucking and the guy goes <laughs> i'm on my period and the girl goes me too and that it closes out to that and i just that's just a lot of content to me for one and, I, and i'm not just saying it because i wouldn't want that shit from an always commercial back in the day when it was just for women i don't think they were that extreme in their advertising and you know what's funny is that i did not get anything trans from that commercial the the bleeding of the man and the and the bleeding of the sun. Yes. The end of the commercial the, says I, maybe if we experienced it too, we could relate or something like that. I believe it was just the commercial saying that guys should either be more understanding or if you were, if you could experience it, you would be. I don't think there was anybody trans in that whole commercial. And the commercial is about absorbent panties. Yes. For... You think that was just for trans? Well, I think it's for anyone Man. who. Well, you. How many more different products do y'all need to control your. And that's the fucking problem. <laughs> right there. Has it the technology existed? What technology is that? This is basically a diaper. What technology is that? You're saying that we should wear a diaper instead of no, having No, no, no. I'm pages? saying that what they were advertising was basically a diaper. Except for the fact that it was not heavily padded and it was black. So not a diaper and not something that would bulk up in your pants. You don't think that that advertisement was targeted toward transgender men? No, I think it was you targeted was toward women. I think it was. I think it was targeted to whoever has a period. Yes, but nothing in that commercial led me to believe it was a trans commercial. So I just find it. I find that hard to believe that because said. it was clearly his son. He said son. Okay. Yes, he did. The point was that if men menstruated, they would be more empathetic to us menstruating. Of course. If anybody did anything, so that's it would not be a more trans empathetic. commercial. That's just a commercial about having a period. The commercial is about for an, being trans and having a period. No, the commercial is for absorbent panties. It's not a trans commercial, it's a commercial for absorbent panties. All the the connotations, all the ex- four examples that they gave of where you... They were showing were that if men had people. to deal with what women had to deal with, they would be more empathetic to periods. You know how you guys love to say dumb shit about we PMS, we have all these things to do, we bleed. That was how it started. So that was the most impactful thing to me. It's like it starts off with someone bleeding in their bed, which happens yes. to women all the time if you do not have proper sanitary items, which yes. is why the panties was the focal point of the commercial is to absorb any excess blood that comes out. But they were all transgender. They or weren't. men. Or p- pretending see, to be men. They weren't. They were. They were legit men. The commercial. Okay, fine. <laughs> men, men. 
Yeah. Cis men. The commercial was just saying if you guys had to deal with it, it's just supposed to make everyone aware of how annoying <laughs> basically periods can be. <laughs> I didn't see any trans women in that whole commercial. Trans mm. men, I'm sorry. Except for all of them. But okay. They weren't. It's called men. I didn't see any trans men in that commercial. What? Let me watch this again. Because it didn't, I didn't get trans. We don't have to watch it right now. Yes, I do. Okay, fine. Go for it. It's only a minute. I just thought it was a good comparison. I didn't even see trans, which may may make it a great commercial, which I always thought it was. Like I said, maybe that's the point. I'm not supposed to know that they're trans men. If we all had them, maybe we'd be more comfortable with them. I didn't see any trans men in this commercial. It's just supposed to be an example of if men had to do it. Who the fuck is at my door? I don't have those answers, Sway. And I won't because I'm not going to check. <laughs> don't you have the camera? <laughs> yep, and I'm looking at it right now. I'm not answering it in a second. Okay, now I'm rewatching it and having your perspective. It could be just men and that could be the advertising method, but it does seem a bit extreme. It would to a man. That's why the commercial exists. It doesn't matter if you knock or ring the doorbell. I'm not coming. Leave your paper and go. <laughs> it's not I'm not life. sure how much this is going to make it in, but <laughs> it's funny to me. But, but okay. I love the commercial. As I said, at first when it started, I thought it was going to be about free bleeding. Like some, I'm sorry. Some people have gone on like a strike because we have to. We are taxed on and they, sanitary. It's called free bleeding. We're taxed on sanitary items, and people don't believe that should be the case, especially you know when condoms. I don't think they are taxed or something. But that in itself is highly unsanitary. I mean, I don't know. It's unhygienic. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, your body bleeds regardless if you have a tampon or a pad or No, not. no, I just mean like if you were to like get up from a booth that you were just eating at and someone else well, yes. just that. That's disgusting. Yes. But that it's the point sometimes to people to say like, why are we being taxed on things that we le- like legit need? <laughs> it's yeah, our bodily true. function to do. If they're not going to be free, we shouldn't be taxed on them. So I thought it was that type of commercial to tell us why we shouldn't have to <laughs> pay tax on sanitary items, but it was absorbent panties. And I'm not mad that it's about absorbent panties. It was just the last thing on my mind. Although, I mean, cool. Everybody's leaked a time or two and that shit is not fun. That's why for a good week, every month, you won't catch no woman in any white. It's not going to happen. Anyway, that was my attitude check. I loved it. No blur news. Shit. (laughs) If you don't have any, you don't have any. I don't. I don't know. Uh, Maybe there wasn't any this week. No, no. I'm just sure something happened. I mean, I'm not going to. Black Adams is still happening. Let it go. Like you have, don't you have enough rock shit? You haven't even seen. Have you seen Hobbs and Shaw yet? That nigga is in like four movies a year. As he should be. (laughs) I don't understand. All right. Well. Number one, whoever created root beer is a sadist. Said no one ever. It's cinnamon flavored RC. It's gross. Whoever you likes don't like root, root beer, beer? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. is Sorry. a masochist. You're saying you don't like root beer? I do not. At all. Like as a no. consumer. A&W. If you're going to cook it down something and make me not taste it. Not sure. your father's beer. None of this shit. Not Dr. Pepper, not Dr. Pitt, Mr. Pitt, 
whatever. All that stuff is gross. Root beers. They all taste like cinnamon flavored flat Coca Cola. I don't think I don't think you like Dr Pepper or That's root fine. beer, but you might like root beer. I don't. You should try it. it. I haven't in years. Get you some. When you get me my pie, is that what you? I was hoping you were going to bring that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take my pies and, and root, root beer. beer. That's fine. So I can taste it on air and tell you how much I hate it. Um, Chase Young, the guy, was it last week that I told you got suspended for four games because he took money to fly his oh, girlfriend yes. out to the Rose Bowl? Yeah. Well, that was a two-game suspension for impermissible benefit, which I still think is bullshit. But he played yesterday, so he is back. Robin Crawford... The lady who was Whitney Houston's lover, I guess. Allegedly. She went on Red Table Talk and said, she said, love me unconditional. She was worth that. And I'm just trying to say, like, was that till death or because you didn't do this when she was alive? So. She just needs that check. She just wants that check. Conditioned on you being alive. Got it. And Miles Garrett, we were right. He's, <laughs> he's holds that he heard the he heard a racial slur. We and said that's why he I those niggas being dropped. That's the only reason you would do that whole ass swing, knowing what could happen. So good luck. He to him. had that. I just been called a nigger. Look in his eyes. His indefinite suspension was upheld, which. I'm having a hard time with because on the one hand, okay. I would say that this is a bit extreme or he doesn't deserve that, which he might not. However, we've had plenty of cases with all you guys named Ray who do some dumb okay. shit. Okay. Okay. Pick a different team. We saw Ray Rice knock what was it, her, his fiance out. It was his fiance at the time. Drag her out of the elevator. Technically, we saw him drag her out first the and then only bounce reason, her head off of a rail. The only reason he really got disciplinary action is because the public wouldn't let it go. You got your Ben Roethlisberger's. You got your Antonio Browns. All these people that the only reason they even got any slaps is because the public wouldn't let it go. And you still see big ass Ben running his Elma Fudd looking ass around. Yes. So... To that now, it's hard for me to. Ironically enough, had Ben been there, he probably this probably wouldn't have happened. <laughs> so I don't know how I feel about this suspension, but also I don't care that much. So <laughs> come on, now. there's that. Um, let's see. Alabama teachers were suspended after. A leaked group chat showed vile messages about students, including that nigga so slow he can't walk and chew gum. And the only thing I saw <laughs> you are like you were laughing <laughs> as you say it <laughs> because the only thing I thought I was like mm, if these were PG County youths, <laughs> everyone says dumb shit in their group chats. Yes, but you have got to be more careful. <laughs> Why? Because it could get leaked. Like, who got into one of y'all's phone to no, leak people say your messages? The dozens is a thing. Your mama jokes all the time. These were teachers. Oh, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Exactly. That's rude. That's and so, different, right? So I wanted to be like pissed off, but it's like. I mean, it's kind of like you have to know your audience. Like, you can say some things to your friends that you can't say to other people. And they know so... they know your heart, but you got to know that these messages are not your going to get out. Your heart is black. Gold. I mean, listen, a lot of dumb stuff goes down in the group chat that if it got out, it could be taken so horribly. That's true. So all I can do is laugh. Like, y'all need to do better with your group chats. And a little bit of fuck you news. I hope the child they were making fun of wasn't actually mentally mentally delayed and was they were just not. an asshole. They were just talking about students in general. Okay. <clears throat> Minneapolis police discover 1,700 untested rape kits 
spanning over 30 years. Untested? Yes. Meaning? Meaning women were raped. They had. They were asked to leave a specimen, which is more invasive, to go get what they need for the rape kit. And then that rape kit went on a shelf. So they, the rape kits were used. Yes. And they were just never you put to trial. They or... were never tested for actual DNA evidence. Mm. An internal review of sexual assault cases in Minneapolis turned up an estimated 1,700 untested rape kits from as far back as the 1990s, a backlog that officials say could take at least two years to clear. Is the DNA even still... I mean, I guess you can pull shit off dead bodies, so... Well, I'm sure it is, only because they're still saying that they're going to go through them. The so they asked... Women filled out these rape kits, and what did they do with the information for their accusers? Say it was... I'm not sure. It didn't really say. Another the only thing that I can think of is... All the thing I can think of is maybe their trials never came up. Because unless you see a person's face or something like that, yeah, clearly... That person might not even be caught. And if they are caught, you can't test it against DNA that you never tested from the (laughs) rape kit. The startling. Disheartening the women. Oh, yeah. This be life. This is. That's fucked up. Yeah. The startling revelation was announced at a city hall news conference during which department officials announced plans to hire three additional analysts to help process the forensic evidence kits. The latest count far surpasses the 194 untested kits reported during a 2015 audit, part of what Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Frey called an unjustified mistake that left years of potential evidence sitting in police storage. But it goes back to the 1990s. They don't do audits every at least five years, decades. So clearly someone's fucking lying. Yes. If you go from 194 in an audit in 2015 to 1,700 in 2019, someone's lying. And I don't know who's getting fired, but people are definitely getting fired off this way. That is such trash. It's hard enough for women to, one, report that they've been assaulted. Two, to have you invade their vaginas again to do these rape kids. And then you just don't do anything with it. So even, like I said, if someone got arrested... They wouldn't match this DNA. So they could have got arrested, reoffended, and they this woman still wouldn't have proper what I don't it's not justice. It's better than nothing, I guess, to know that they're Closure. off the street. Right. It it would be good to know that your rapist is off the street. But how can they be if these police departments aren't testing your rape kids? So again, fuck you guys. And speaking of, you know, your great love of trans and gay subjects. (laughs) Legalizing same-sex marriage leads to big drop in gay suicide. Shocker. Great. When you let people live and let them love in public, they feel less likely to want to kill themselves. Who would have known? That's, That's moving in the right direction. It is. I will say this is a major survey carried out in Sweden and Denmark. It says both European countries were early adopters of same-sex marriage, which means researchers were able to analyze a larger data pool. The study tracked more than 28,000 people in same-sex unions for an average of 11 years. They looked at the suicide rates among those entering same-sex marriages between 1989 and 2002, and then between 2003 and 2016 the suicide rate fell by 46% between the two samples. That's good. Oh, yeah. So that's a nice little tidbit that I enjoyed. And I'm sharing it with you. And that's all I got. Okay. I feel good. I'm doing good. A cold was trying to take me out. I'm not sure it's not. Still in there somewhere. But I'm working on it. You got these two Christmas trees up, I see. I got my Christmas trees up. I'm feeling real festive. I'm ready to go for the holidays. But I think this episode is going to be a little bit more just relaxed in general. You know, we're going into the holidays. Let's just, I don't know, let's breathe in bullshit. Woo-saw and all that good shit. But first, so apparently Ari Lennox felt some type of way. And we will go down 
facts first, as usual. So Ari Lennox was nominated for three Soul Train Awards, R&B and Soul Female Artist, Best Collaboration Performance, and Album Mixtape of the Year, where she lost all three. Her birthday's in 1991, and she's part of that shit millennial that we were talking Entitled. about. Entitled. Yes. Spoiled. Yes. <laughs> Participation awards. Right. Honorable mentions. No. I guess it's not just an honor to be nominated. It, no. So then she went on a Twitter rant, which we all know. It doesn't matter when you delete them because the world has already screenshotted them. So if you go to her page now, you won't see these. She deleted everything and she started again. Fortunately, the screenshots are available, I'm sure. Yep. And so I'm going to read you a few of her tweets. Tweets including, if not just an award, it wasn't any award show. It was a Soul Train Awards. As you can see, I'm a big fan of soul music and a huge fan of Soul Train's history. Okay, girl. The feelings are mutual. But I'm sure, like, all these nominees feel the same way. Like, what? Anyway. Quote, being snubbed was something I always expected and was definitely prepared, just not by them. My intent was to never shade other nominees. I'm hurt and don't expect soulless haters to understand. I guess I'm soulless, but no one thought I had one. The internet's, of course, you're going to have soulless haters. But then some of this is deserved. You went on a rant about losing awards to other black people. One of them <laughs> is nominated for eight Grammys. Shea Butter Baby was slept on in so many ways. I'm too emotional to pretend like I can play this game. I'm not selling out, so I quit. It's clear I'm not cool enough, not trendy enough, and I don't care to be. I don't strive for that. I'm not going to chase this shit ever again. No more fake shit on my part. I made a soulful album. I never ran from who I am. I just expected that one platform to understand that. Again, you were nominated, girl. They understood it. You just lost. You just lost. Like, how much of a poor has sport Beyonce can you has be? lost shit that she, she things that she earned. In Denzel these same Washington, awards, she's lost hundreds, thousands of African American performers have not gotten their things when they thought that they should. Beyonce literally lost in the collaboration category for brown skin girls. To Drake and Chris Brown and no guidance. You would think that she was only going up against one other person. But you know what Beyonce is? An exennial. I just, I, I don't understand the problem. Of course you're upset. But what? And I don't, <laughs> I mean, no disrespect. Someone had to win. I didn't know that the... Soul Train Award was something you like hung on your mantle. I mean, I would hang anything if I got it on my mantle, but. So, you know, these last few years, the Soul Train Awards are actually really good. Like They're, they're a good award show to watch. Yes, they're a good yeah. award show to watch. Which is more than I can say about a lot of other award shows. But I haven't heard, like, Soul Train Award winner Lizzo. <laughs> well, you wouldn't hear BET Award winner anywhere else. Right. <laughs> However, like she said, she wants to be, so I get the initial desire to flip, right? Because your work wasn't recognized in the way you believe it deserved to be among the crowd that you meant it for, but someone had to win Come and home. every other person is also black girl. Get some hogging dogs, <laughs> get some bourbon, cry it out. Talk shit with your friends Turn your phones off. Like a normal person. Yeah. I, I just In the don't. group me. Yes, if if your group me got released, I would I wouldn't have any shade towards you. Right. You chat on every, all these people in public. It's it's poor sportsmanship. It's a, like a temper tantrum. It, and, and it gets you nothing. It gets you absolutely nothing except for those people who will say that you are being spoiled. You are being entitled. You made music that you loved, and people like me loved. And we will pay for your music. We will pay to go to your shows. And you're sounding super ungrateful that you didn't get an award that five to six other people were in who were also making music for the same crowd. So to me, if you're upset, I can only kind of assume, like other people did, that it was about who won. 
not that you didn't win. Mm-hmm. And so that's where Twitter came back in <laughs> and said that she was shading Lizzo. Because people have said that Lizzo is not a soul artist. Lizzo is not a rapper. Because these are awards that she's been nominated for. Yeah. But I'm like, well, if she's not a rapper and she's not a soul singer, like, where do you want her? Is she only supposed to be nominated for pop at the Grammys or the Billboard Awards or, like, the American Music Awards? Lizzo's voice is soulful. If you actually listen to Lizzo sing, it's very much soul in her voice. So I don't get why people are upset that she was even nominated. And she was the one that won the album mixtape of the year for Because I, I Love You. I don't think listening to her songs that she just has one genre. Me either. And I feel like she is appropriate for everything that she's been nominated for, which is why, as people have mentioned, that she makes music for a larger audience to include a lot of white people that like her. But I'm like, we wouldn't say this about Beyonce. And we know everyone loves Beyonce. That's very true. She's a celebrity celebrity. She's, yes, she's your fave's fave. Everyone loves Beyonce. And we would never say, oh, she doesn't belong in the soul category because she makes pop music for white people that love her. You can give, okay. you can give her ass a country, a, music, a country music award and I would applaud. She did. Yeah. When she did that whole country music song, she's, <clears throat> people flipped out, white people, flipped out. That's racism though. And still, she went on their show. She sang her song. They loved it. Not those particular ones. We loved it. They loved it. And we would have never said, why is Beyonce at the Country Music Awards? So I don't get why Ari Lennox is so upset. Everyone, five other people lost. She's being entitled. (laughs) Yes. She is. And she got mad that people were talking about her. So she was saying, you know what? being honest isn't being mean or something like that. And it's just, if you want to be a, if you're a normal person and you want to be treated like someone with feelings, sure. But that is not what public and Twitter is for. That's for you to go to people that love you and express your frustration, not on the internet where it sounds like you're mad that you lost to these other people. I'm sure you're not saying this. Are you doing the same thing for Chris Brown and Drake? Cause you lost to them too. You lost to her. Right. And I, I find it hard to believe that you were upset that you lost to her or Drake and Chris Brown. So that's why, to me, I think she fell into that same category as a lot of other people who think Lizzo doesn't deserve to win for Soul. But oh well, girl. <laughs> WWBD. Get what over it. would Beyonce do? And put out another album because that's what you're going to have to do in order to get the award. Y'all better start thinking like Beyonce. You don't, you don't do this type of stuff in public. Because this is what happens. So, oh well. You would think Taylor Swift won. I mean, even if, <laughs> even if LMA won, I would be pissed and ready to riot. But we're not about to do this over Lizzo, her, or Chris Brown and Drake. So, get over yourself. The one reason I really don't like stuff like this is because I realize how much black people diminish other black people's accomplishments when they do stuff like this. Yes. And I'm, I'm not thinking that you mean to do it. Oh no. And I'm sure people she do does. it. <laughs> it's the mentality that we have. If when we are all just trying to fulfill our own hopes and dreams and aspirations as she did with her album and so do other people, when that spirit of like envy takes over or like negativity or stuff like that, that's what you're spewing against other people just trying to do the same thing. Her next album's going to be fire though. All this petty hate building up. Comparison is the thief of joy. So just try to be happy for other people. And if you can't do that at minimum, just don't hate. Just take your L, take your ass home. And that's for you regular degler ass people. And don't get on Twitter when you're at home. And when you're mad. (laughs) It never turns out right. Negativity will spill out in your actions and words quicker and more easily than love. Watch yourself. Do you have like motivational toilet paper or something? I don't. But maybe I should make them. You know what? When that comes out, I'm going to make you buy it first. (laughs) That's all I got to say about that. I guess that was just more me telling her to suck it up, Buttercup. And we're moving on. 
Stop being millennial. So, as we plan for the holidays, it's time to work on our physical and mental health. But first, okay. let's give thanks. Yes. What are you thankful for, Whitney? I am thankful for the place I am in my life. I was just going to say my wife, and I am thankful for her, but that seems too cliche. It can be all-inclusive. Like but that. I'm thankful that I am a 34-year-old. When we don't feel like doing shit, we just don't do it. Amen the to that. rain <laughs> determines a lot of whether I'm going to bail or not. Going to bed at 10 on a weekend is cool. You got Sit, that full eight. Binge watching. It's just... I'm, I'm happy. Um, Which is most important. I'm thankful for my house. That I have a house. That I haven't seen. No one's seen it. I'm waiting for a Just dining saying. room table. Okay. <laughs> you want to record at my house? We can. Anytime you want. Mm, no. Because as you said, you don't have dining room furniture. I have an island that can support these mics. Mm, but that means I have to take them. I can take them from this house and bring them to my mm, house. That means I have to drive up there. That's correct. I'll you can stop and craft it on your way there or leaving. I'll wait for you to have your dining room set. Okay. I'll come with gin pop. Can consider your you come with gin pop. <laughs> Can you come with root beer? <laughs> General population. Oh, you'll come with gin pop. Okay. <laughs> Housewarming. Got it. Um, and I'm thinking for disagreeable yours. Um there are so many things that I don't even start and definitely don't finish. <laughs> And uh, the fact that this actually came to be, and it's, I like it. And I hope That's the nice. listeners do too. <laughs> That's nice. What are you thankful for? I am thankful for a healthy and smart, loving child, despite my flaws and shortcomings. <laughs> I am doing my best. And if she is a reflection of that, then I think I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm thankful for the peace and ability to be thankful for what I have and not focus on what I do not. I do have a lot, but I think that if I were to think about the things that I don't have, you know, people's general nature, you could just not be as happy as you mentioned. So I am happy with that. I am Thankful for my mom and friends who have become more and more like my family who I'd go to bat for any day of the week, even if they don't know it. Because sometimes I go toe-to-toe with them, too. (laughs) (laughs) And I, too, am thankful for you in this podcast that we can definitely go (laughs) toe-to-toe. And do Cursing anywhere (laughs) and everywhere. Including right here at these mics. And then be like, okay, so what you getting into this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> it's more like what Netflix are we going to binge this weekend? Yeah, just the fact that we can go from a thousand back to zero in like 15 seconds. I'm grateful for that. And like you said, I hope people are enjoying our trash as well. Do you actually have the no thanks sentences? I do. I have everything that I'm supposed to. I only ask that because I (laughs) could not really think of much, but I still want to hear yours. (laughs) So my thanks, but no thanks, um, kind of. You have on a thank shirt. Oh shit! I do. (laughs) How ironic. I'm basically in pajamas, but that so goes with what we're doing. Um, Maggie West. Um, this new Kanye that we have that's loving white Jesus and Donald Trump. I just, can you just go back? Ugh. You can go, I'll take any, it doesn't have to be old, like good Kanye. I'll take shitty, whatever you were before this Kanye. But this whole the church Agreed. service, Maggie my hats. twisted black nightmare. Is that what it, my dark twisted nightmare? Go back to that Kanye. He was just on the verge of meeting Kim or on the verge of getting together, I believe. But that was such a good album. And you were not talking this fucking much. He's beginning to give me Antichrist vibes. 
Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> with this church that he's got, he might run for president. Oh my gosh. This could be it. We never thought it'd be a black man, but here we are. <laughs> that just blew my mind. Yes. And he's always trying to like explain to us why these shit people aren't shit. Like when he tried to make us think like, yeah, make America green again. It's a good thing. Do you hear who is saying it and why he said it? Oh my God. His next tattoo will be the mark of the beast. I need to start paying him even less attention. Or more. No, just take me. I don't want to know. I don't want to know when death is coming. Um, This tax reform... Because all my life, I thought that when I, once I got married and bought a house, that my taxes would go down. <laughs> and you I think and me prior to <laughs> the care administration, the they fuck? would have. But it's just like, oh, all this, all these student loans, this house, this wife, don't be shit. <laughs> Pay us what you owe us. And I'm like, okay, all right. Great. All the shit that they've taken back that is not tax deductible. And I still pay so much in my income tax every paycheck, but and um finally my third one is tyler perry's the oval (laughs) um i have a tendency to hate watch trash television and this will be no different but so i need you to take it off the air for me (laughs) you can keep sisters um and whatever the hell shit you want to keep on own but please god do not let the oval go to season two So it I is watched, trash in a can. I finally watched Sisters, and I'm not mad at it. Yes. The first episode was a little rough. That is correct. Mainly because the one woman that I've seen other places, it was almost like she was like a little robot. Like trying to deal with her married man and trying not to do this with her friends. <laughs> Get some emotion, girl. But that worked itself out. And what's his name? Devel? I always want to say his name wrong. Yeah. Develle. He's really good. He is. So I was very surprised. And the friend that's supposed to be, you know, the free-spirited Lynn, because mm. everything is trying to replicate girlfriends. Correct. She's a bit much, but she's also hilarious. So I'll take it. I still have not watched Oval. I, I don't I recommend if... So Sisters is so much better when you watch Oval the Oval first, because you're so, like, over black television that... I'm not going to do it. It's just saying, it's like if you like stab yourself in the hand for an hour and then you stop, your hand feels like a lot better because you haven't been stabbing it. I've seen the clips on Twitter. It is so much worse. And I will not. Would you watch it? I might watch one episode just to laugh, but I can't. I don't even think that I can get through it. Literally, you could watch the first episode and it will. I don't even think you I just can. need one. You just need I one. I don't think I can. I might one day, but I cannot. From what I've seen, it looks horrible. It is god awful. Okay. So as I've said, I don't know what I was thinking about, but I feel like I made this a lot harder than I should have. So I'm just gonna thanks, but no thanks on the fly. Okay. Thanks, but no thanks to reboots. I am so sick of y'all shit with this. The movies, the shows, particularly the shows. Because I've realized that movies sometimes, we are basing them on the previous movie that came out instead of on the original work, like the book or the screenplay or something. And so that I can kind of forgive if you take it a different way and make it better or different. For instance, the Dr. Doolittle is coming out, like we mentioned. Yeah. It's completely different from... The Eddie Murphy version. But it looks really great. So those type of things I can get over. What I cannot get over is y'all niggas, whoever the fuck you are, making shows like Charmed. Oh, God. Oh. I absolutely cannot. The new Latinx Charm with mixed people in it. Those type of things, I need you guys to stop. I don't even want this clueless shit that's coming up. We already had a show named Clueless based on the movie that was relevant at that time. I need y'all to stop with the reboots. Thanks, but no thanks to people like Brett Kavanaugh who y'all don't give a fuck who keep harassing and assaulting women 
and yet you keep on promoting them. Yeah, letting them fail up still. Fail up. I think Kanye was a great one. So I'm not going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Only because I want to do something different. Thanks, but no thanks to... To these mediocre questions that people ask every holiday season. Thanks, but no thanks to... When are you going to have a baby? Are you dating? Who's the lucky man? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? Are you going to have another baby? Are you going to move? Are you going to make a house? Like, let's stop the charade. We don't even talk that often for y'all to really be asking these questions anyway. But thanks, but no thanks to those type of questions. All right. So we've got our thanks out the way, and we want to slide right into some physical health safety tips. As we go into the holidays, as we all know, especially as women, it's a dangerous type of year, even though it's a wonderful time of year. At the moment, sex trafficking has been highly in the news. Yes. So people have made their list about how to stay safe. So I'm just going to breeze over kind of a list from Pulp Magazine. They are pulpmagazine.inc on Instagram. And they have left some safety tips, some of which we've heard before and some of which might be new. It's written by a cop, if it makes you feel any better. Not off my bullshit that I just wrote and given to you today. Tip from Taekwondo. The elbow is the strongest point on your body. If you are close enough to use it, do it. Two. If a robber asks you for your wallet or purse, do not hand it to them. Throw them away so that they have to go run after it, giving you time to run away. If you're ever thrown into the trunk of a car, kick the back tail light out and stick your arm out if it is an older model, whereas you cannot pull the lever from the inside. Because I believe cars after 2002, 2009, I can't remember the exact date, Yeah, <laughs> but a lot of the newer cars do have a latch on the inside of a trunk that you can just pull to pop out and jump out. But if you cannot, kick the taillight out. Four, women have a tendency to get in their cars after shopping, eating, working, whatever, and just sit there checking on something. Do not do this. If a predator is watching you, this is the perfect time for them to abduct you. <laughs> Get in your car and leave as soon as possible. You can look at whatever you need to at a red light when you get home. If someone is in the car with a gun to your head, do not drive off. Instead, gun the engine, speeding into whatever. You mean plow it into something? Your goal is to wreck the car. Your airbag will save you, and that person in the back seat will probably be injured. Now, this one, I'm not too sure about. I mean... Only because I feel like when you gun it, you're going to pull their finger back on the trigger. It's going to go off anyway. Not necessarily. Apparently not, because this list says to do it. So, crash a car if you feel like that's a better choice. That car... you Being sold in the self-trafficking? Yeah. Yeah. That car can be rebought. You cannot be reborn. Five. When you're getting into your car in a parking lot or garage, just a few tips... You want to look around and make sure there's no one in your car or in your back seat, of course. If you're parked next to a big van, you enter through the passenger door. Most serial killers attack their victims by pulling them into a van while they're trying to get into their door. Look at the car parked on the driver's side of your vehicle and the passenger side. If a male is sitting alone in the seat nearest your car, you may want to walk back to wherever you're going. Six, always take the elevator instead of the stairs. Seems pretty simple, but sometimes if the stairs seem quicker, we'll trot down there. But it is a a very horrible place at night. Seven, if a predator has a gun and you are not under his control, always run. The predator will only hit you a running target four in 100 times. And even then, it most likely will not be a vital organ. Preferably run in a zigzag pattern. Hold on, if he has a gun, (laughs) run? Yes. Okay. It says if he has a gun and you're not under their control. So I'm assuming they just tell you they have a gun. Maybe they're not pointing it at your head or your back or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, I feel like every black person knows to run in a zigzag. 
when you're running, don't run in a straight line. Duh. Throw people in your path <laughs> right. as you're trying to get away. You're trying to get two people. Eight. As a woman, we are always trying to be sympathetic. Stop it. <laughs> it may get you raped or killed. Ted Bundy, the serial killer, was a good-looking, well-educated man who always played on the sympathies of unsuspecting women. So, ladies, if you're asked for something by yourself, just say no. It's okay. They'll find someone else that can do it. You mean kill. They'll if find they're a killer, kill. yes. Or rape. Or sex We're not rape. taking those chances this year, ladies. <laughs> We're not taking murder chances. Fuck strangers. <laughs> Especially during the holidays. At night. Someone has said that they've heard babies crying. And I feel like we've all heard this story before. You hear a baby crying somewhere. You want to go check it out. You check it out. You get abducted. You get killed. You get murdered. You get raped. If you hear something that you want to check on, call the police. Don't check on it yourself. And that's it. I feel like that's a white woman thing. No offense. I mean, yes. I would never. Right. You saw my doorbell has rung. You did not open Someone knocked on my door. door. I'm not getting it. I'm not expecting you. I'm not checking on it. If, it if I heard a baby outside, I will call the police for you. Somebody will come check on it. So, yeah. Stay safe. And another thing, you guys have got to learn to stop trying to flirt with women at night. You might think it's cute. You might feel harmless, but to a woman, especially when she's by herself, it feels very threatening to have a man walk after her, trying to talk to her when she's by herself. So please stop doing that shit. Y'all get mad because you don't want to get talked to. We don't want to get murdered. Fuck you. Leave us alone when the sun goes down. (laughs) Just take that into consideration the next time you're trying to flirt with someone. Do not do it when they're by themselves. I've had this happen to me, and... There's been a couple times where I did feel threatened. It's like, I, oh, really? yes, I've sped up. Like, as soon as I see my car, I'm pressing my thing so that you know I'm, like, right here. Like, I'm going to keep on putting <laughs> these flashing lights. And not to say that they were going to do anything. It's just It feels very uncomfortable to have some man walking with you or walking after you, talking to you when you're trying to just leave, especially when you say that you're not interested. Don't give off rape vibes. Yeah, it's not... It's not or funny. It's not in general. Yeah, it's just it's not okay. Just leave people alone at night. It's not a good time to try to find the next person you just want to fuck and not talk to the next day. Please strike up conversation during daylight hours. Yes, if it, uh, just stop. And that's it with the physical health. Now we want to check in on your mental health. So I feel like during the holidays, sometimes you can get to a point where you just start. Of course, thinking about your life, it's the end of the year, people are, you know, having the time where they're trying to self-reflect, and sometimes you might start getting down on yourself. So during the holidays, the Holistic Psychologist, which is my new favorite account, has a chart for your false self and your authentic self. Is this like Instagram self and... No, it's not. It's really, it's about yourself. So during this holiday season... Maybe we should take an exercise as a unit to figure out if we are being our false self or our authentic self for the new year. The false self always thinks others come first and you are self-sacrificing on a regular basis. You have a need to control, fix, or manage emotional states of others. Conforms to groupthink represses any need to avoid painful feelings. You're just a doormat. Driven by a need for validation or approval, a fear of being disliked. Yeah. Hmm. That is a false self. You are trying to have others perceive you in a certain way. And then you, quote unquote, lose yourself. So that is your false self. Your authentic self would prioritize self-care and self-trust. You have a practice of managing and regulating your own emotions. Mm. You speak the truth without a need to convince others. Freely expresses needs regardless of discomfort. 
and you're driven by integrity. You don't need to control other people's perceptions. Okay. So yeah, just take that with you and check in with yourself to see which one you are. Because I can tell you that I feel like I've been both of these at one time. A false self years ago. And I'm definitely happy to say that I've been my authentic self for a few years now and hopefully will continue to be. So just check in with I yourself. I feel like it's something that's in me has changed with age. but Definitely. Absolutely. I think it may be slower for some than others, depending on where you are in life, of course. Yeah, right. But sure, I don't think anyone comes out being super authentic because I think everyone at some point you feel the need to have people like you. You have the need to make sure they understand you all the time and prioritize everything else but yourself first. And then once you get to a point where you realize that that's probably not the best way for you to live. And then you become your authentic self and you just let the chips fall where they may. Which is different than saying fuck everybody. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a fuck everybody situation. You can be your authentic self without telling people to fuck off. Yes. You can do what's best for yourself and just let people deal with it how they will. And for me, I feel like that was the hardest part to become my authentic self. It's like knowing what you want to do and still knowing that if you do that, someone else may feel this type of way. Yes, when you change, you will definitely lose people and gain different people. Yeah, and it might be hard at first, and people will learn to get over it because you just can't walk around saying yes all the time. Being a doormat. Yeah, people will do what's best for themselves or do what's best for yourself without hurting other people. And on that same note, I would like to read a list of ways to check in on your friends this holiday season. I think sometimes we get busy in our own lives and we think our friends are fine and they're great and we don't need to check in on people. They're crying in the pillow with a bottle of wine. (laughs) They absolutely could be. Or just having a tough time for one reason or another. No one is out here wearing their problems on their sleeves. Easy ways to check in on your friends. Just ask them how their day was. Seems like a small thing. And you definitely probably don't talk to your best friends every day. So just a random text to see how they're doing will probably make them feel that someone cares. That someone cares. And they'll open up in ways that you probably didn't expect. Ask them to go out to lunch. Also sounds simple, but who's doing it that often? Plan a weekend trip. I know people have their own things and their own lives. We all have kids. We all have partners we all have things to do bills to pay but that's why you time for what's important you right and you plan them it could be next month it could be six months send them an inspirational quote do not send them an inspirational quote (laughs) do not do that i would like to adjust this a bit don't send them an inspirational quote just send them a for no reason text Okay. Yes. Yeah, just something you found funny on the internet or something you thought they would like. Just send it to them. A link to our podcast. You share a new song with them. Again, slightly adjusted. Doesn't have to be a song. Just something that reminds you of them. And of course, call or text them. Yes. You would think, right, yeah, you would think that that would be number one, but it's not. You just go about your day forgetting that, you know, other people need people too. Just like hurt people hurt people, happy people begets happy people. I don't think that's the same. I think so. I see what you tried to do there. You can spread your happiness and you should. Spread your happy, not your hurt. Lastly, have an impromptu movie night, which literally could be anything. It doesn't have to be a movie. (laughs) Point is, people who need to be checked in often look like people who don't need to be checked in. So check in with your friends. Okay, I like that. Lightning round? Closing (laughs) arguments. God damn it. You go first. I feel like I've been talking so much. You have, but it's only because you looked up everything um <laughs> all right jesus from walking dead or malcolm whitley from prodigal <laughs> son 
Malcolm for prodigal son. I feel like they should have given Jesus a bigger part that they never did. Okay. Um, I just watched Prodigal Son, so sorry. Watch Prodigal Son. It's a good show. Yes. Millie Grant from Scandal or Jessica Whitley from Prodigal okay. Son. Um, Prodigal Son. Wow, really? Yes. She is much less annoying. Yes. Bellamy Millie is... was so annoying, even though you are supposed to feel something because her husband is having an affair with this You begin to n- realize why he's like, cheating on you're her. You're so annoying. Gosh. A Discovery of Witches or Sabrina? Did you even watch I did one not. of those? <laughs> I, just, I used all my good shit on the, <laughs> the next episodes. Um... I'm going to go with Sabrina just because there were more episodes. But I really love A Discovery of Witches. Okay. I just have not found the second season, and I'm hoping it's not canceled. Who's the worst father? T.I. or Future? Oh, my gosh. That's a great question. <laughs> I really want to say T.I. However... At least he's there for his daughter. At least he is physically there Too that much, we can so. all see. All his kids are around him often. I don't know what this nigga future be doing. Except dropping loads not and not being at births. He's a rolling stone. He, wherever he lays his raps is his own. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> He's the worst, actually. Agreed. So, future. He yes. ain't looking up his daughter's vaginas. He's not looking nowhere. Right. Doesn't even yes, know, probably doesn't know that exists. You wonder why his son over there throwing footballs with Russell Wilson. That's all I got. My turn. Choose one and never have the other. Driving or riding? Choose one and never have the other. So I have to drive everywhere. Yes. I hate driving. So, But you also have the ability to leave and come when you want. Like when you said you riding, I immediately thought like. We're not Kiki, talking about sex. Do you love me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also thought it? about fucking too, but. Um, if you ride, you literally are at the call of someone else all the time. But can I go? You can drive or you can ride. No, no. But can I go where I want to go? Like, or do I have to wait for someone to want to go to the grocery store? You would have to wait if you're riding. Okay, then I'm going to drive. I want to pick riding to never do again. Okay. Christmas or Thanksgiving? Christmas. Really? Yes. I probably choose the same. Giving. You or... did. <laughs> we. I've asked you this question. Uh, giving or receiving. <laughs> It can be any way you want. I'm, just, you still I'm, I'm, thinking, give I'm thinking, oh, receive, duh. Okay. I mean, yeah. It's pretty selfish, but all right. I'm self-care. <laughs> <laughs> singing or dancing? Singing. Really? You would sing, but you would never dance again. I would, I would sing, but I would never dance again. I think I would do the opposite. Sometimes I don't need to say the words, but I do feel like I need to like move. I feel like I need to belt that shit at the top of my lungs. <laughs> FMK. Rachel True, Mona Thorne, or <laughs> Rochelle. She's from the craft. Uh, Well, Rachel True are, is both of them. Yes. but You could have picked Rachel True from Half Baked. I was going to, but I felt like that would be too easy. I went the witch from the craft. Mona Rachel. Thorne. FMK. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would. Oh, sorry. I would. I would marry Mona Thorne. Okay. I would fuck Rachel True, <laughs> and I would kill that evil bitch <laughs> from the craft. I feel like she was the nicest one. She was, but then she was a bitch. Just because she was a witch. Uh, however, no, because she hurt the other girl, the white. There's a reason she made her hair melt off. I will yeah, say but that other one was super mean. Whenever I think of the craft, I think of the word negroid, and that's the first of us <laughs> time I had ever heard that word. It's so offensive. It is, but I might bring it back because I forgot about it. FNK, 
Essence Atkins. Yes. Dee Dee Thorne or Jamie from How High? I'm killing Jamie from How High. <laughs> um, I would, I would fuck Essence Atkins, and I wouldn't marry Dee Dee Thorne. I love. So you're Dee Dee marrying Thorne. all half and half. I sisters. love half and half. If they, so we've been shitting on reboots or whatever, and I agree. But if they bring that show back with them, I would love it. But they never do. Well, I take that back. I love they did with Will and Grace. Half. They're about to with the L word, and Will and Grace, the new one, is still funny to me. So I'm good with the same cast reboots. Yes. Okay. And that's all I got. Okay. So we are officially on break Break shit. Until when? I don't know. Until we come back. So yes. In conclusion, check in with yourself. Check in with your friends. And have a great holiday, everybody. And don't get sold into sex trafficking. This has been Disagreeably Yours with Timby and Wit. Bye, guys.